Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 38 of the Last I Go Heart podcast. DJ, spin it. Oh, I don't know if you heard the sound of that crack or not, but whew, what a beautiful Red Bull. For the people that are not viewing this, this is a the blue edition blueberry red bull <laughs> I, I mean but how's your week going how's your day you know the usual i always wonder what it is okay say say it in your head you know you don't or just scream at your radio your your telephone whatever you like everybody say it with me my day is good and if you said if it's if it's bad then uh uh we got some praying to do but either way blueberry the blue edition red bull i've never had it before so Cracking that open and be able to start off the podcast with a mystery drink that I've never had before, a mystery flavor of Red Bull. Because, of course, I've had the original. I've had the peach. The peach? Eh. Peach Red Bull, of course, it didn't sound appetizing to me at the very beginning. When I opened it and I tasted it, it was okay. It wasn't amazing. It wasn't that great. Uh, I've had the watermelon. The watermelon, honestly, is besides the original. I mean, you can't go wrong with the original oh you can't (laughs) you can say whatever you want but the original red bull is the way to go uh in worst case scenario situations but my favorite personally is the uh coconut one bomb second one watermelon watermelon is definitely up there it's a top tier red bull for sure so top three regular um the then coconut well actually coconut then the regular than uh, watermelon, but the regular is always a good fallback one. But let's try this sucker. Let's see what it. All right, I'm gonna have to go in for a second sip, just because. I don't know. I don't know if it's just me, but I think all the ones that are flavored all have that like distinct aftertaste. Well, I, I think that all Red Bulls have. But specifically with the flavored ones, they all have that same like fruity, like the watermelon, the peach, and this one all have that same like aftertaste. But the very beginning, I got it just to me, it just tastes like the original Red Bull with like a little bit of a sweetness kick to it. It's nothing really special. Uh, I mean, I'm not disappointed with it though, so (sighs) I'm glad that, uh, I'm glad it's not disgusting because I would hate to throw one of these out. I mean, I bought, I only bought a pack of four, so it's not that big of a deal. I just wanted to try something new. I, that, that's me. I'm that type of person. I'm not picky when it comes to a lot of stuff. I always try something at least once. At least once. I think, I'm trying to think of the weirdest thing that I've tried. Uh, one time I had octopus. I've had that. Um, it was weird. It was very chewy. And then on top of that chewiness, when you were swallowing it, one of the little, the little, little sticky things started sticking to my throat on the way down. I was like, oh, uh, it, it was not a great feeling. So that part wasn't great. The taste was very, eh, it was bland. If they didn't have that little dipping sauce there for me to, you know, have a tentacle <laughs> with, then I probably would have never even, you know, got it. Same thing with alligator. Alligator, very bland tasting unless seasoned heavily and deep fried, baby. Oh, deep fried. Deep fried anything is good deep fried anything <laughs> for sure but man it's been it's been about two weeks 
since I've done my last podcast and, you know, I went away for a minute because I had to, you know, I had some big things come up. Okay, I just got, I got baptized. That was a very big one. A very big one. Uh, actually, before we get into that, what's this episode d- dedicated to? The outfit. Can you take a good guess? Can we all guess here what this outfit is? I mean, this is the same, same merch. It's like church merch, but it's the same thing from last week. But like, why am I dressed like this? Well, it's because, I mean, I had nothing else. This is just work attire. This, this is literally work attire for me. I mean, under this, I have, I have <laughs> a, uh, a cutoff shirt because uh, I, I sold my vehicle. But I think I'm getting way too ahead of myself. Before I get into any of that, this, this is just a season of cozy comforts. There you go. <laughs> or have I already done cozy comforts? I think I've already done. No, no, never mind. Scratch that. This episode, this, this episode right here is dedicated to summer <laughs> of work. I don't know. Actually, you know what? It's going to be the episode of Bummer Summer. So we're going to slide this in. We're going to all reframe back. And we're all going to bring it back together. I don't know where I was going with. Okay. This episode, episode 38, is dedicated to Bummer Summer. There you go. Because I'm just working all summer. That's literally what it is. And I bet you college students out there that just got out of there and are going right into the summer. What do you just went and picked up a job because you're gonna be working all summer saving up money so you can live off of it for the semester when you go to college? I mean, that's just that's just how life is. But my summer, honestly, it's not gonna change a lot. There's not a lot of greatness to it that is, uh, like, like in high school, I would get excited for the summer because I'm out of school or I'm not doing something. People in college, they're excited for the summer because they're going to be getting out. They don't have to do school anymore. They're going to be going in like, they have freedom. Me, on the other hand, I'm just going to be doing the same stuff that I've always been doing. So, episode 38, Bummer Summer. And what am I wearing? Just some bum clothes. I had to work today. I just came back uh, and, and just threw this on because I'm exhausted and I just did not feel like you just have those days where you just feel like that you don't want to put any effort into your outfit, and this is what it was. This is literally the first. Literally, I did a uh, IC outfit, an I spy outfit, I or I, I guess it'd be an I, I spy no, or just an IC. What whatever whatever you call. It. Would you call it an IC outfit? I think that's what I call it because you know the little seafood. When people say that you're on a seafood diet, you seafood, you eat it. Well, I saw the <laughs> these little pieces of clothing just. All right, that one's on my bed. That one is hanging off my, uh, where I, I fold my clothes. And that one's uh, on the couch. So then, therefore, I just put them all together and I pieced them all together. And boom, this is my outfit. So <laughs> I guess it, it could be slash bummer summer slash piece together outfits. I don't know. <laughs> I got baptized. So. That's why I'm kind of bringing the church merch into this because, you know, it was something that it was a major thing that's happened to me in these recent weeks. It was it felt amazing. Uh, Like the church that I go to is pretty awesome and they have a jacuzzi button in there. So it was very peaceful. They threw a bath bomb. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) They didn't go. They didn't go that extent. But I was like, what if, though, what if there's like, you know, like the mega churches? What if they like when they went in there, they're like, hey, press this button. Also, you press like a hot tub. There's lights underneath. And they just do like the most beautiful, just, oh, 
baptism is just the most overdone. Like there's fireworks at the end of it. Everybody has uh everybody has confetti poppers under their seats and they're just popping them off after you get baptized. I don't know. I just was thinking maybe that's what the mega churches go towards, but I, look, I don't know what their funding is, but also church related, I became a partner of my church. Uh and when I first heard of this, uh, because I went to this like little meeting thing, because like when you want to become like a member or whatever, it, it, yeah, when you want to become a member of the church, you, there's a certain little meeting that you have to go do. And I went in there and I sat down and <laughs> there was a question on the back that said, do you want to become a partner of the church that I go to? And I was like, a partner. First thing that was in my mind was like, okay, uh, big money moves. I'm going to have to be, uh, all right, cool. So since now that I'm going to be a partner of, of this church, I'm going to, I'm going to need to make some, make some things go on here. So am I going to be paying, am I getting like a deduction off my tithing or do I get a percentage of it? Do I put a certain amount of money down to go towards the church? And then like, I don't have to give 10%. I can just give like, you know, 3% or so. Or do I make some profit off of it? Like, I'm trying to think of these big things because I'm becoming a partner of this church. Well, it turns out partner means nothing of what I had in my head. <laughs> because they sat me down and they're like, hey, uh, so you partner is just a fancy term that we have here for member. Because apparently member was confusing to people. Like, if you become a member of a church, some people take it literally and they're like, oh, now I'm dedicated full life to this church. I thought partner was. I mean, let's look up the definition of partner. Partner. Like, partnering in a company. Like, <laughs> let's see here. Part, partner in company. Yeah, I mean, when, it, for, when partner comes up to mind, it either... Um, basically, like, when it comes to my mind, either partner, I either think of, like, a spouse a girlfriend, or I think of like, I'm like, like signing a contract and I'm going to be, you know, putting big money down. I was like, huh? Like I thought for a second, I was like, man, I'm about to have to be picking up some extra shifts at my, <laughs> uh, at my pizza place. I'm about to have to do all these things. I mean, like, I, <laughs> I don't know what's going to be going on, but I I'm partnering, which means I'm looks, seems like I'm going to be giving up some of my funds, <laughs> which I don't have much. <laughs> it's going to be going a lot on the credit card. If this, if you know what I mean. A partnership are which partnership in which partners are were entitled to share profits of equity partners. So basically like when yeah, so partner. So when you're in a business and uh you 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 come with somebody else and you're like, hey, us two wanna, you know, make this business happen, then you got two people that are putting two money in the pile. And they make split of the profits depending on what their contracts agreed to. So I was looking forward to signing a contract that day. But, you know, apparently partner is a term they use for member, which I don't know. I, I, that just seems odd because I didn't think member was that scary. I mean, <laughs> that just was funny to me because they, they said that. They said if some people, if you tell them that, hey, would you like to become a member of this church? They think it's a full life dedication. Like it's like Scientology. <laughs> Like if I, it's not like Scientology where it's like, oh, you're in it. You want you? They have a a, a billion year contract. I, I think I've mentioned this like on a long time ago podcast, but still, it's good to refresh some of my 
early listeners' memories. Uh, so in Scientology, they have like this billion dollar contract that you signed, like for the Sea Org. They call it. They call it Sea Org, and it's where you dress up a bu- as a bunch of like you know, you know the Captain Crunch dude. Yeah, that's what you dress up. That you look like the Captain C- Crunch guy, or a bunch of you know Navy people, but it's like costumes. Um, and you sign up to be you know a part of this organization, but it's called the Sea Org, and it's these list of members. They're like high ranking officials and officers that are in this, you know, cult, I mean, church. And so when they come in, they <laughs> sign a one billion year contract. What? <laughs> it's, I think it's one billion or a hundred million. It's either a hundred million or one billion. Either way, it's a crazy number to even think about. So these people sign this contract, dedicated themselves that once they reincarnate, because I they believe in reincarnation. Uh, actually, they believe in immortality, like being immortal and achieving it. But I've not known of anybody that has become immortal off of it yet. I, I mean, they do believe in reincarnation though, which is something like you know the guy that they the Book of Dietetics. You know, L. Ron Hubbard. That's the dude that created the Book of Dietetics, and he, you know, that's what they base their religion off of, and like. If, you know, you believe in reincarnation, where's this dude at, you know? It's, it's like, I, I feel like that I can just go up there and just knock on their door and be like, what's up? They're like, who are you? I'm like, dude, I'm Elron. And then they're like, Elron Hubbard? I'm like, yeah. And then, like, they just ask me where I'm from, uh, where I'm from originally. They ask me, like, basic Wikipedia. Like, I can just look up the answers on Wikipedia real quick. And they just ask me these questions They're like, oh man, you are really Elrond. And then they dress me up. I become a big member. I get a big old gold medal like Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise literally got a medal of honor in, in, in Scientology. He got up on stage. Everybody in Scientology was just clapping as he put this medal around his neck. Basically, it's a participation award because he's given the most money to Scientology, so then therefore he's he now he's got this big old medal that he's repping and it has the little logo that they have. Uh and he's just up there like, Yeah, I got all this money and I just donate it to this tax shelter. <laughs> oh man. I don't know. I just I really was like in high school the reason why I know so much about it is because in high school I was addicted to watching um, Lee Remedies, uh, un, un, what was it? It was like Lee Remedies unfolding of Scientology or something. I don't know. It was like, it was something like that. It was at her TV show and I just got addicted watching it. I love watching documentaries, any documentaries in, in general, but something that's like interesting like that, like the Waco siege. I liked watching and learning about that, but Scientology in particular, is just like, this TV show was like, you know, it was Lee Remedy. She was in it. She talked about her experiences, about her way out of it, about how, you know, people were stalking her. She, she got out of it. And she also put other people's experiences in there in Scientology. And I also got to learn every little thing about all the people. Like, I learned that John Travolta's in it. And apparently John Travolta has, like, in the, has the right in this... <laughs> in Scientology to apparently, you know, kill people. They can kill somebody and they'll just be like sweep it under the rug. They'd be like, hey, hey, you know. I don't know. They called it I think Lee Remedy called it like Kakan or Kakan or whatever. Like he has that power. 
I don't know. It's wild stuff. I would, look, I'm not going to talk about Scientology anymore. It was just kind of a basis because I was kind of just tying stuff in. And then I kind of just went into my own little world. Look up Lee Remedy's, like, un... Just look up Lee Remedy Scientology, and I promise you her show will pop up there. It's very interesting. You have to watch it. It It's 100% great. But back to my baptism. <laughs> That's how far we got off. I literally went this way with Scientology. Now let's go back to baptism. Here's my certificate. If you're watching this, I don't know if you can see it. It's kind of far out, but... Um, I don't know if you can tell there's anything wrong with it. It looks pretty, you know, certified. But they, they spelt my last name wrong. Uh, it's There's no N. They put an N in it. Uh, I'm, I'm Dawson Englehart, apparently. You know, I, I just decided after that moment right there on my baptism certificate that I'm just going to change my name to Englehart. I am. Because if everybody just can't, like, if I say Eigelhart and the first thing that you think of is I-N-G, I'm just like, well, I, don't I don't add any letters to your name. Like, Eigelhart, I don't hear any N's in it. And apparently, they apparently don't listen to the podcast or they would have definitely got my name right. <laughs> it's literally called the last Eigelhart podcast. Maybe follow me on Instagram or something. I mean, maybe, maybe that's what's holding me back from not getting as many listeners or stuff, you know? Maybe they keep on trying to spell my name with an N in it, and they're like, man, I cannot find the last Englehart podcast. I can't find it. I can't find them on Instagram. I can't, well, no, no wonder you can't find me because there's no N in my name. But don't worry. I'm going to go get my birth certificate changed, and it's going to be Dawson Englehart, the last Englehart podcast. I think Englehart sounds worse than Eigel. I'm just saying. Okay. Let's just put it out there. I'm putting it out there. I think it sounds worse. <laughs> it sounds so much worse to me, at least. Um, but <sighs> I sold my car. I sold it. I had those good experiences, and then I had something that I had to give up. And it's been a long process, and that's part of the reason why I haven't had time to make this uh, these podcasts or this podcast. And it's been a little bit because I've had to you know, put my energy into other things, because now I don't have a car, I'm uh, biking to work now, and I'm biking there and back, and it takes me like 30 minutes to get there on a bicycle now, it's a whole big thing, a whole big ordeal, my legs better be huge, okay, my legs better look like this, okay, that's what my legs better look like, 100%, if my legs do not look like those legs that have popped up right now, then I don't want anything, to, like, then I just wasted this whole summer. Because my goal is to bike this whole summer, save up some cash, and then get a vehicle. There's so many benefits that are not just saving money, but there's so many other benefits to the reasons why that I just don't want to get a car right now. Also, like, number one, because I just sold my baby. I sold my pride and joy. I, like, if you've been listening and been a day one listener, you know that I fought and I have sacrificed and I gotten two jobs to keep the car that I had and now I you know was really stuck between a rock and a hard place and I was like you know what Dawson do you want to be living in the living room until you get this car paid <laughs> and then hopefully you can find a living room to live in or do you want to actually have a room and then just settle for another car and I was like, ugh. <laughs> because in Austin, I made plenty of money. I made, I made good money when, like, you know, COVID wasn't, you know, in, in, like, impeding on it. And when COVID wasn't impeding on anything, 
I was making great money. And uh, I was able to uh, afford the, the, my car. And it was great because the minimum wage is different there. Okay? And plus, also, I was making over minimum wage. The minimum wage there is $15 an hour. I was making over it. Okay? So I was, I was making like 18 I was At one point, because I was working on the golf course, I worked my way up. I was making 18 at one point. Or no, it wasn't 18. It was like not close. It was close to it, though. I don't know exactly, but it was somewhere around there. I was making good enough money to be able to keep my car, pay, pay my rent and my insurance and all that stuff. And I was doing good. But then I moved down here, back here to Arkansas, where the minimum wage hasn't caught back up, for, uh, hasn't caught up with kids buying stupid purchases at a very young age. So uh, since uh, the, it hasn't caught up just yet, the fluctuation hasn't started, then uh, I have to, you know, give up stuff. But it's nice to have this bike. At first, I was like, oh, man, it's tough. It's tough to go from this. To that <laughs> it really is but the thing is though is they have one thing they do have in common is they're both six speeds all right they both got the little little thing on it they got the little six speed thing and i'm like oh heck yeah i mean this bike in a sense is kind of a manual you know when you go up an incline of hill you gotta you know crank up the gears but then then when you start going downhill you can lower it or whatever i mean it, it's the same instance and that's the thing that i loved about my car uh my car it was because like it was a manual it was a six speed i had so much fun in it it was great but it's just something i needed to give up it, it was something that uh you know i i really want to get a room next year okay <laughs> because not having privacy absolutely sucks being able to ha like someone being able to just imagine literally like uh, right now like people uh, people don't even know where i even videotape this podcast and these podcasts at and when i tell them they're like what? My mind is blown. I couldn't even imagine. You know, I'll go ahead and tell y'all where I videotape these things. This is like, it's an open kitchen. So I'm filming like, like right next to me, like to my right is the microwave and the oven. And then to my left is the hallway leading to my two roommates rooms. And then right in front of me is, well, right over here, we got the door. I might as well explain to you the blueprint of my house so, or the apartment. So I got my uh, the door <laughs> that's to the to the right of me, straight ahead, and then right directly in front of me is my beanbag bed, and uh, that's where I like to sleep, uh, or not like to sleep, but that's where I sleep. So just imagine people coming into your room every day and then propping their feet on your stuff, wrestling on your bed, or just sitting on it, uh, because I. I got to the point where I started becoming where I actually miss having a room a little bit now. Like, I didn't, like for a little bit, I didn't really, like, care. I was like, I'm doing it. But now I kind of miss having a room. I really do. I really do miss it because it's just privacy. I, I have a hard time getting to a point of running jokes sometimes because people are just always bombarding me, which is not that big of a deal because I'm in the living room. Like, I'm in the worst place ever. It's not like where I could just lock the door anywhere. I mean, the only door that I can lock is the front door. And if they're going to stay outside, then bet. But <laughs> I, it's just hard sometimes when people are just always touching your things. Like, I used to be a little bit more on the OCD side. I would, you know, make sure everything's straight, prim, whatever. But now, it's like, whatever. It's going to be moved. It's going to be shifted with. It's going to be whatever. So I just kind of live with it. And, <laughs> I mean, oh. One of my friends, I don't know why he has this habit. Why? But he takes his, like, he does a good thing. He takes his shoes off, comes in the apartment. But then he takes his socks off, too. 
he takes his shoes and his socks off and he just props his feet on my like on my like table that I like do all my work on and like no joke he one time started scratching his foot on the top of this mic I'm not kidding started scratching his foot on top of this mic and it was barefoot and it was so disgusting I was like okay I gotta get that I literally have to pull things away from him because he just I don't know just why why I don't it's disgusting (laughs) it was so like he was oh uh, this is one thing. I am like I talk by this thing. No, I hey, don't worry now. I took plenty of wipes, uh, disinfecting wipes, and cleaned this whole thing, and it's good now. It's good. But when I initially saw that, I'm like, uh, and he likes to fidget with stuff too, and he'll just I don't know. He he grabbed my mic cord and just started like messing with it or whatever, and I was just like, dude, I. Hey, can you please stop fidgeting with it, please? All right, thank you. Can you, can you put it down? I appreciate it. Um, and that's the only cord I have, and uh, I don't want to have to buy a new one just because you want to fidget with stuff. <laughs> but yeah, I want to get a room. So I sold the car. Now, it's like, ugh, how's it biking to work? Well, I'll tell you. I'll explain to you for the past few days of me having a bike to work. I have to leave the house about 40 minutes earlier than I would have to usually <laughs> going in a car because I mean you're biking and it it was a little weird at first but now it's like I embrace it it's just like whatever I just go with it um and the good thing about Conway is is that everything's all close together or there's like also plenty of biking lanes that was the biggest worry of mine was is to finding places to bike where cars are not having to constantly like pass me and whatnot and complain because I know there's plenty of people out there that are just like man like I know there's people that are like man these bikers are always in my way blah blah, blah. I just want to kind of lean over and just like uh. there's plenty of jokes out there about hitting bikers and yada yada look trust me if you see me on my bicycle out there and nine times out of ten kind of cut 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 it a little cut your corner you know, kind of cut it a little bit close to me, you know, maybe clip me on the way by or something, do enough damage to where I could, uh, you know, at least get some insurance from you or, you know, just do the favor and just, you know, because I don't want to bike either. I, I don't. It's not like it's something that I want to, uh, I enjoy doing. I definitely don't enjoy it. But the thing is, though, is I am happy that I am having to do it in order to, I mean, I get a workout in. Um, it saves money, saves gas. Uh, I mean, it's it's great for those things, but just the aspect of time and also me just ugh. There's there's sometimes there's one big hill, one big hill that I have to go up, and there's no rewarding factor either. You like climb up this hill, and then it just turns flat as I'm going into work. It is the worst thing ever, but. The worst thing was the other night I was in the middle of biking and you know I heard some thunder in the air. It was at nighttime so I didn't, you know, you know there, there was I couldn't see anything uh, above me, but I I could feel it. I was in the middle of biking. I was halfway home. I was I only needed to go 50 more percent. And it started pouring on me. I'm it just absolutely pouring. And 
I didn't have a rain jacket. I didn't have anything. I just had a hoodie and and some shorts on. Uh, actually, I had this hoodie on. This just got washed. So I, I had this hoodie on, and I was biking home, and it started pouring on me really bad. And I, when you get to those moments, like I don't know if you ever had those moments. I think it's only like in rain. Or, or, or maybe you can get this if you work. It's like those uh, moments where you're like in your head, and you're just like on the verge of just losing it. But then at the same time, you're like trying to think of other things to make you feel better about the situation that you're in so it keeps you moving. That is what, what my mindset was. It was just like the whole time I was just like, this sucks. I kind of just want to just like, ugh. Like, <laughs> like, I don't care if a car clums over and just clips me. I just don't want to be a part of this anymore. <laughs> it wasn't exactly like that, but you get my point. I was frustrated. But then I was also thinking, I was thinking of stuff like, well, I mean, I could be, you know, I could be dead right now. Like, that's really what, or I could be like, man, I, you know, I could, uh, you know, it could be hurricane season here. You know, it could, it, it's better than snow. It's better than snow and cold. You're just like starting to think of like all the great things. I mean, Jesus walked 40 days, hey, <laughs> 40 days in the desert. Not, that was just crap that I was thinking just to keep me going and keep me pedaling all the way back to the apartment. And when I finally got back, and I was just drenched. Oh, it was bad. <laughs> my shoes, my uh, my not my shoes, my shoes were like literally puddles. Every time I stepped, made that squishy sound. That's just one thing I don't like: cold feet and wet feet. Like wet feet, it's fine. Like when I get out of the shower, or whatever. But like if I step in a puddle and my shoe just gets soaked, whole day ruined. <laughs> it's I don't like it at all. Neither with cold feet. Like in the winter, like when we had that blizzard or whatever here, my feet got cold. I'm done. It ruins it. I'm not wanting to be a part of it anymore. I'm done. <laughs> oh, but the good thing that came about me selling my car, um, you know, I mean, it it's fine. You know, it will do. So biking all the time. That's great. But the thing is, it was when it came to. I don't know if my bank messed up or something, but I had something really interesting happen, you know. I was, I don't know if you have a credit card, but you probably have a credit card. And, you know, you, when you spend money on that credit card, you pay it back. Like, you should. Um, and it will take out of your checkings account, which will then, if you have an app, it will show you, you know, minus whatever the amount. And, you know, it, it shows you. Well, on a car loan, it's kind of the same thing. I have an app. And I could pay my car loan through this app. Um, and it, I don't know if it glitched up or if it, like, I don't know what was going on, but I got a notification. Like, this guy sent me a few thousand dollars to, to pay towards my loan. Because for some reason, the loan company that he was trying to, you know, get the rest of the money for, because he, he was getting a loan to pay off the rest of my car. So, <laughs> I don't know. I wish he could just take over my loan, but that's not how it works. Uh, anyways, he, he needed just to put in a little bit of the loan. So the loan company's like, okay, that's the right checkings account, yada, yada. Well, he hands me like, he, yeah, he hands me $2,700 in, ca in cash. So like, like, yeah, $2,700 in cash hands me that. And like for him, like he's an adult, he was in the military and for him to trust a 21 year old kid. Uh, in this generation, this time and age, with twenty 
$700 in, in cash and with me still having the vehicle and possessing it and it still being in my name, him trusting me to take this cash to the bank, put it in my checkings and then pay off the, uh, uh, put that towards my loan. I mean, that's a lot of, uh, that's a lot of trust, but you know, uh, I guess I just have a trustworthy look to me. I just have that all in my face. I mean, it's just, it's just what it is. But <laughs> Of course, I went to the bank, put in my checkings, and it was just sitting there. I don't like things just sitting in my checkings account because I don't have my checkings and savings account, you know, linked up. I have them separated because just in case, like I have all my stuff in my savings, and then I'll pull out, put it in my checkings whenever I have bills that come up. But I had to let this thing sit in my checkings account all weekend, all the way until Tuesday. So it could, you know, go through and then that amount of money would go towards my loan. And I, you know, called, uh, I called up Chase right after I put it in. I said, hey, I have $2,700 that I want to put towards my loan for my car. And they're like, all right, cool. And they're like, is it, do, and then they did this thing. They're like, do you, Dawson Iglehart, agree that $2,700 is going to come out of your checkings account? and pay for the loan or whatever. And I was like, yes, let's do it. So I went ahead and did it. So it posted, they said it would be on Tuesday when they'll take the money out of your account and you'll, you'll see it posted on Chase that they paid your, they, they put that money towards your loan. I was like, great. Tuesday came around. I looked, I got an email from Chase saying, thank you for your payment. I went to the Chase app. It said it was all subtracted and everything. Everything looked all good on there. Like my loan went down, everything. I went to my bank app and pulled up my checkings, and that $2,700 was still there. <laughs> there wasn't even a pending, there wasn't even a subtraction pending thing there. It was just literally just sitting there. I was like, what? Like, <laughs> like I want to see if it's still there. Like, I've been checking it like 12 times today. Like, that whole story was to get up to this point where, like, I don't know if. I don't know what's going on, but this has never happened to me. Every time that I would pay off my loan, it would subtract from my bank account immediately and they would send me a thank you. But they sent me a thank you and they made zero, like they, they took it off my loan, took subtract that money off my loan and everything. And still the $2,700 is sitting in my bank account and there's not even a pending from the <laughs> to get it. Um, let's see here. Oh, no, no. Wrong password. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, no, it's still there. It's still in there. I, I mean, there, is there anything pending? Nope. There's absolutely zero pending. I, I'm, I thought at least by the end of the day, they would be like, oh man. Like, and that's so, so surprising for a loan company to do that. Like, that's like one of the big like banks i mean come on it's money and, and people when it comes to money they make sure their money's in order and money's right but i mean i reap the benefits without even having to be on my bank account right now <laughs> but i'm so afraid to take that 2700 dollars and put it straight to my savings and then all of a sudden like down the road later in the week they like you know have an epiphany and they're like whoa like why are our numbers down like over here? Did you get that? Whatever. Like what, what happened in between this transaction? They try to go to my account and they try to take out that money and it's not there anymore. Oh my, because it's, <laughs> and then they'll probably try to sue me for, 
sue me or something. I don't know how they would work, but they would try to like twist it. Probably try to sue me. They'd be like, hey, you said there was $2,700. Well, there was $2,700. Then I put in my savings account because apparently y'all, you know, sent me a confirmation saying, hey, Dawson, we got you. We'll give you $2,700 for free. I'm like, heck yeah. But, uh, you know, uh, I, I just kind of been praying about it. And I kind of just, you know, went to God this morning. I was like, hey, God, you know, I don't even see a pending thing here. Uh, that $2,700 still secured in my bank account. I don't know if, uh, uh, I don't know if there's a signal or anything, but I, may, maybe I've been tithing, you know, you know, I, I have been tithing. I don't know if it's a, you know, a little reward. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but I don't know. This is kind of crazy. I don't know what to do with it. I'll have to update y'all later on. Like, at the, because if they definitely do not do it in the next few days, then I don't know. Then that is, that is the craziest experience I've ever had because I mean, they were supposed to take it straight out of my checkings account, and the, my loan went down, but the $2,700 is still there. <laughs> I I don't know. I do not know. <laughs> oh, man. But in all saying that, uh, it's all fun and games, but I uh, apparently can't listen to podcasts at my work at my job I, I i found that out this week uh because i enjoy i don't enjoy listening to i enjoy listening to music sometimes but like at work particularly not really i don't like listening to it when it comes to uh you know at work i want to like and like it, we have a dish pit okay and they call it dish pit and when you work back there you're just like you know you're just cleaning dishes washing dishes and drying them well, I like listening to a podcast because I like listening to something that gives me information, informs me. I like learning something new. And I was learning, I, I literally had a podcast going about nutmeg, about, <laughs> about, like, uh, there were these two, there was, it was the, uh, no, it wasn't Joe Rogan. No, it was some other podcast. They were talking about uh, the effects that nutmeg has on your mind if you take it in high doses. Because I know back, like, in, like, 2014, 2012 somewhere in there there was a bunch of videos that surfaced on youtube about people smoking nutmeg and i've talked about this on the podcast i mean yeah i've talked about this on the podcast before but it was one of my early ones and apparently it's coming back apparently people are not like aren't smoking it i don't think but it became a tiktok trend where people would dump you know nut a big heavy amounts of nutmeg into like a like a protein shake or they they would somehow but they would somehow ingest a whole lot of nutmeg and they would start tripping hard uh because the, i mean i guess because of like they basically overdosed on nutmeg and nutmeg if you don't know what it is it's a spice typically they use it like in fall for some spices or whatever i don't i've never you know my mom says she's used nutmeg in some recipes but I, i've never you know really you know used it in any of my recipes which my note mostly consists of mac and cheese so that's probably why. But apparently this kid, this one kid, uh, <laughs> he put a whole, like, a whole, like, went to Walmart, bought it, put the whole thing of nutmeg, the whole bottle of nutmeg into a protein shake, blended it up, and drank the whole thing, and he apparently started tripping out. Uh, he's, uh, they said that he had convulsions, started, like, having seizures. Uh, he, you know... He woke up and he said that he 
uh, he, he said that he wanted to drink the ocean and he drank four gallons of water. But then when he proceeded to drink four gallons of water, he couldn't urinate. So every time he tried to go and urinate, he couldn't, but he yet drank four gallons of water. And <laughs> I don't know. It was just something that I, I've never, ever heard of before or when it came to that instance. But uh, so then he went to the hospital and uh, <laughs> when he was in the hospital, uh, he said that there was gnomes crawling on his stomach. Uh, the doctors didn't know what was going wrong with him. They didn't know that he ingested heavy, high amounts of nutmeg. And <laughs> it, it, it was not looking good. He's alive, but he, uh, like, from what I learned is, is that he, his brain swelled. They had to, like, do some procedures. And they it got him down. But it's very dangerous. So I was learning... I was listening to a podcast about nutmeg. That's what it was. It was about the, the effects. And I like that stuff. I like the stuff to do with the brain. It's not like I'm going to want to be a neurologist or whatever. But I like learning something interesting like that and just so bizarre. And apparently, nutmeg brought to mind. Well, in that whole thing, the reason why I told you that whole story, not only because it was interesting, was also because my manager came back there and said, is that a podcast? And I said, yes, it is. And he said, you cannot have podcast on. Like, you can't listen to podcast. And I was like, what? Because what didn't make sense to me was I could listen to a podcast. I mean, I could listen to, like, they could, li- like, everybody in there could listen to whatever music they want to. All the explicit music they want to. But that, then you want to learn something and you want to listen to a podcast, but you can't. So I asked him why. He told me it's because there's some people in here that may not agree. With the views that you have. And I was like. Agree with what? Overdosing on nutmeg? I mean. That's what I was listening to man. That's what. That's the first thing. That I was like. You know. I'm not listening to. You know. Anything that's like controversial. I'm just trying to learn something. So I was just learning about what nutmeg does to the brain. He's like. I, he's like. I don't care what it is. You just can't listen to it. Or whatever. I'm like. This is so stupid. And then. Proceeded to do that. You can also listen. To, like they also have music playing up front. And I went up there, and I'm not kidding. This dude was, like, the manager was legit jamming out to uh, Kevin Gates just while he was making dough and rolling dough and just rolling it out. And <laughs> I don't know who they all listen to, but they're all just thugs. That, that's all they listen to is just thug music. And just explicit, they talk about, you know... <laughs> and that's the thing too what if i just don't like because i don't agree with a lot of things that go on in rap i don't agree that i take i don't take oxycodones often and and uh mix mix sprite and codeine together and, you know make lean i don't i don't agree with that stuff but you know they still w- listen to the explicit music all they want to but yeah when your boy over here is trying to learn about nutmeg and how it affects your brain and you know how it makes you trip out because it's interesting to me then, then I can't learn about it, you know? <laughs> I can't listen to it. So I had an idea. I was like, what about if I took a podcast and I, you know, it was like, I think that podcast is like an hour and 30 minutes or two hours or whatever. And I take that podcast, I put a beat, random beat behind it, and then I auto-tune. I auto-tune the podcast, uh, of the speakers, and I have a beat behind it, and they just like, or like starting to jam out now because that's all they listen to is a bunch like autotune is very popular. That's like when people come when people say like, hey, you know, it's very hard, you know, to 
get these kids like i mean a lot of older people are like man i don't really know how to get to these kids i mean these kids are just not listening to me just auto-tune yourself that's that's my advice just go ahead auto-tune yourself and you got yourself a uh, a voice now <laughs> you got yourself a complete voice of <laughs> of what you need to do and <laughs> Because if you just auto-tune it and put a beat behind it, they will listen no matter what the words are. And it's true for the rap music nowadays. Because if I read that as a poem, or if I, you know, if I just had a podcast and I just, you know, put out some, you know, just spit out some rap lyrics on a podcast, then they wouldn't allow me to listen to it anymore. Because I'm like, what? No, this is just Kevin Gates, man. I'm just, you know, not saying it with auto-tune. There's no beat behind it, so it, it's not cool. <laughs> I don't have the rapper's voice, so then therefore I can't do it. <laughs> I'm not as great as them, but the words are the same. <laughs> oh, no. That was just an idea that I had. I mean, why not try it out? <laughs> I might have to try it out. Who knows? I will keep you updated on that. Now, we're going to move in. To the, to the finale, the finale of episode 38. What's the finale going to consist of? Well, what do you think it's consisted of, of every single podcast I've had? Fun fact section. Believe it or not, uh, this fun fact I found very interesting because I didn't know there was more than one thing a microwave can do. And apparently, uh, <laughs> uh, Apparently, microwaves uh, have a mute button. So, like, you know, whenever you go press the buttons and you try to figure out what time that you want to cook your food at, it has a mute button. I didn't know that. I went over there and tried to go on mine, but I guess, you know, ours is too old school and it doesn't have a mute button. But, interestingly, I did find out that our microwave has a child lock on it, and I did prank one of my roommates, and I put the child lock on the microwave, and it took him legit like 15, 20 minutes for him to figure out that, um, that he was not pressing <laughs> hard enough. Like, I'm not kidding. He was just pressing it. All of a sudden, he would like, try to press it harder, not thinking that. It <laughs> uh, I finally told him. It was so funny. It was so, because of the child law. You can't press the buttons. The microwave won't work. It would, like, completely shut down. And it's not, it's, it, it won't be usable anymore. It's just. <laughs> Literally, the microwave, a microwave with a child lock on it is just, like, a box to keep your stuff in. Literally, like, I could, you know, you could put shoes in there. Uh, you could put anything in there. If he has a child lock on it, it can't turn on. So, it was very fun watching him go through that. And, um, so try that out. That's what I'm trying to say is, if you have a newer microwave, a newer, I don't know what a newer microwave, uh, would be qualified. They didn't give me a year on the internet. but it, I did, uh, you know, if, if you have a microwave, go and try it. Try to find the mute button. Maybe, you know, you got, it, some, some say that it says press a three, like hold the three down. No, hold the zero down uh, or hold the cancel button down and then it will, uh, uh, yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah, hold the, hold the cancel button down and you, uh, I think that's actually the child lock one. If you hold the, if you hold the clear off button, you hold it down. That would be the child lock button, and <laughs> that would be fun to use and, you know, get people very irritated in your family or, or roommates. <laughs> but 
Also, I don't know what it else, like you hold zero down or whatnot, and boom, now you got a uh, a whole uh, you know you now you don't have to listen to the beeping noises, which which is great if people are trying to sleep and and you know trying to make popcorn. But why why would it matter? Why would you have to turn the little beeping off because the microwave is so loud anyways? <laughs> I've just never understood that. <sighs> But thank you for listening to episode 38 of the Last Eagle Heart podcast. I know it's been a while. I will try and aim to be better and be more consistent Tuesdays or Fridays. Yes, you heard it here, folks. Tuesdays or Fridays, I will be post- posting out a podcast every week. So if I do happen to miss a week, it will be up that next Tuesday. Sometimes things like this are going to happen and you know I'm not going to find time to be able to you know have the perfect setting to be able just to throw out a podcast but hopefully you learned some new things found some valuable information uh make sure to you know rate my podcast uh if you have been a listener and you've been a listener for a while but you're not subscribed then <laughs> then what are you to me you're nothing I'm <laughs> just do whatever you want, do whatever you please. I'm just glad you're listening anyways. But episode 38 of the Last Cycle Heart Podcast. Thank you everybody for listening. Make sure to like, subscribe if you're on YouTube watching this. Uh if you're just listening to it, go on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I don't even think you can rate on Spotify, but on Apple Podcasts you definitely can. Go and rate it. Give me whatever you want. Tell me how I'm doing. Uh email is gonna be in the description. Uh, where you can you know send me videos of stuff that you find funny uh, because I'm going to start that up next week as well. I am tired of getting copyrighted for uh, videos. I'm tired, of, <laughs> I'm tired of dealing with all that because that's the pain that I went through the last podcast. So the videos that I find from now on are just going to be you know either not going to be really videos or I'm just going to put up picture forms of it. I'm probably just going to do pictures uh, because I'm tired of the copyright and it's just such a pain for the YouTube rules. It's just not worth it. It's not worth it at all. <laughs> but thank you everybody for listening to episode 38 of the Last Eagle Heart podcast. I will be seeing you next Friday. The Last Eagle Heart podcast.